Discover the magic of integrating your financial, legal, and life planning. It's time for Smart Simple Wealth. Well, hey there, and welcome to another edition of Smart Simple Wealth. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Carrie Qureshi, estate and wealth planning attorney at Qureshi Law and Wealth, serving you in Arkansas, Tennessee, and Texas. Find us online at QureshiLaw.com. Carrie's the author of the book Smart Simple Wealth and uh, the host of our podcast, and we always look forward to great conversations with Carrie about what's happening in the world of integrating your financial, legal, and life planning. And Carrie, it's great to speak with you once again. How you been this month? I've been terrific. How about yourself, Walter? Doing very well. Looking forward to our conversation today because we've got a special guest joining us on the show today and uh, a, a really good topic for this time of year as well. But uh, before we get into all of that and uh, reveal our guest, we're going to let our quote of the month that we often start every show off with be our guide, Carrie. So this will set the tone for the show today. And it comes to us from Anne Frank. And Anne Frank once said, no one has ever become poor by giving. I know that probably uh, that really speaks to you, doesn't, and really leads into our topic today. It does, um, and and it's very timely, getting closer to the Thanksgiving and Christmas holidays, um, to sort of have this conversation around giving and charitable planning. And this was why we invited Rebecca Hendricks, um, who is the Chief Development Officer for the Food Bank of Northeast Arkansas, to be our special guest today. I first met Rebecca um, when I moved back to Jonesboro, and I don't remember how exactly we met, but I have so much respect and admiration for Rebecca and what she does for the food bank every day. So Rebecca, why don't you jump in and, and say hi to our listeners today? Hello. Thank you, Carrie, for having me on the show and Walter. I really appreciate it. I'm so excited to be here and to talk to you guys today. Absolutely. Um, and, and, and you're the perfect expert uh, to have on our show today. And before we jump into some of the other topics around charitable planning and, and giving, why don't you tell us a little bit more um, about the food bank? I would love to. Um, so we are the food bank of Northeast Arkansas, and we're a very well-established 501c3 organization. Um, we've been around since 1983, and we've continued to uh, increase our food distribution every single year that we've been open since 1983. And yep. in 2020, we actually distributed 10.3 million pounds of food across 12 counties in Northeast Arkansas. And so we're, we're in the community, we're trying to serve as many people as possible, and there's such a great need here in Northeast Arkansas. Absolutely. And we see that every day. But, you know, how did COVID impact, you know, the food bank? I mean, was that 10.3 million last year in, in 2020? Was that the most ever of food donations? Absolutely. Um, and so between food and monetary donations, that was a record year for us. And it was so much needed because... The, the need increased just exponentially. We had so many new people coming to food pantries and to um, just reaching out for assistance that had never had that need in the past. So we saw a lot of new people. Right. And then there were so many different reasons behind the need, um, you know, with, with loss of job. Um, I think also, you know, with the schools not being in session, um, it, it put more pressure on on the food bank. Absolutely. You know, I I kind of draw back to this one uh, instance that really stood out to me. We had a man come in to the food bank here and he drove a really nice vehicle and he was dressed very nice. And he came in and he said, okay, I need help. 
You know, I don't look like I need help. And I, I recognize that. But I lost my job last week and I was the sole provider for my family. And I know I can't sacrifice the mortgage payment. I know I can't sacrifice the electricity because it was cold. It was March and and April, you know, it was very, very cold still. Um, He knew he had to pay his water bill and he knew that he had to still make that truck payment so that when he does find a job, he still has a vehicle to get there. And he came to us and he said, you know, I know that you guys can help me on this grocery bill. And by getting some food from you guys, I won't have to spend as much at the grocery store. So we saw so many instances like that, that were just really, really heartbreaking for us to see. Right. And and, and that's why um, so many people in the community um, rely on the food bank. And so tell me a little bit more about how, how does it all work um, regarding just the donations and the food distribution in general? Okay. So we take donations, both monetary and food donations. For every 1.2 pounds of food, we're able to create a meal for somebody in need. But for every $1, we're able to create four meals for somebody in need. And that's because we we work similar to like a Sam's Club or a, a distribution center where we have the power to buy large quantities of food at a much cheaper price, better than wholesale pricing. And we um, distribute food that way. So people make donations. And we store the food. We have a 56,000 square foot warehouse in Northeast Arkansas, and we serve 12 counties with that warehouse. From there, the food uh, is distributed and we have mobile pantry distributions. We have 140 partner agencies, which are the soup kitchens, shelters, senior centers, schools. Those are the places that we send the food to and they get it out to the people in need. So that's, that's really how we work. Okay. No, that that so that that's interesting though when you talk about the purchasing power of the food bank and then so would you say that you know if a person was considering a monetary donation versus going out and buying the food themselves and then bringing that to the food bank would it be better to have the monetary donation? Absolutely. We can really stretch that dollar a lot further than the average individual can. Um, we we take that money and we we have that large purchasing power because we're purchasing for such a large area and so many people. Okay. Nope. That that's a great point. Just you know, because some people don't know, and so I think that that's really helpful for our listeners out there. So on the topic of charitable planning, you know, I get this question a lot because of what we do with estate planning, and so I really wanted to just you know touch on a few different options where people can have charitable planning within their estate plan. And I think that the first thing that people think about is just an outright gift of cash, right? Like here's, you know, $20 to the food bank or $100 and doing that one-time gift, correct? And do you see a lot of that? We do see quite a bit of that. Um, We have a handful of donors that give monthly or plan out their gifts to give um, so that they have some tax breaks. But for the most part, I would say that that people are utilizing us as a one-time gift type of, of donation. Okay. And, and, and that's great. But there's also, um, you can accept gifts of um, other assets. So appreciated securities. So like an investment or stocks or, or even you just said, I think you've had jewelry and things like that. Is that correct as well? Absolutely. We can, we will find a way to take just about anything. 
Um, you know, one of the strategies that's not often thought about, um, but is very, very smart is to gift your RMD. You know, you're required to take that required minimum distribution from a 401k or IRA. But if you don't need that money, you can actually gift that to charity. It's called a QCD, a qualified charitable distribution. But that is a really great way to make that charitable donation. And then you don't have to pay the income tax on that RMD. So I definitely wanted to throw that out today. Another option is called a donor advised fund. And I love donor advised funds because it's like your own charitable investment account. And every family or individual can set one of these up and you can contribute cash, you can contribute you know, securities. And it's very easy to set up. And when you make that contribution, you get that charitable deduction right away. That is, that's an immediate tax deduction. But then you get to pick and choose when and where it goes to any qualified public charity. And so it's very simple to set up. Um, and, and a lot of people really aren't aware of a donor advised fund. And so they could definitely use their donor advised fund to distribute to um, you know, the Food Bank of Northeast Arkansas or any other charity uh, that was near and dear to their heart. Another one, um, and this is also a very common uh, strategy, is just to name the charity in their will or their living trust. And so, Rebecca, do you work with donors that often want to leave a, a gift in, in their will or trust? Absolutely. We will take that information and we'll work with whatever um, accounts they're using, whatever firm they're using to hold that money. And uh, yeah, we'll take that anytime. Okay. And then along the lines of that, you could also name the charity as a beneficiary on a beneficiary designation. And so this would be like on a life insurance policy or a 401k or IRA, you can actually carve out a percentage to the charity as well. Um, and that's also a very popular option. And then the last, last one, which we normally recommend for larger charitable gifts would be a charitable lead or a charitable remainder trust. And I don't really have time to get into the weeds today, but that is a really great option as well for a larger gift where, you know, you or your family members could still receive an income stream, sort of like an annuity payment for the rest of your lives. And then, you know, upon your death, going to charity or something along that line. So where you could still support family members and obligations and then still have a significant charitable component. Rebecca, tell us um, and our listeners, you know, if they want to donate, how do they get in touch with you and, and make that donation? So if you're wanting to give an outright gift, you can go online to foodbankofnea.org forward slash donate, or you could mail us a check if you wanted. P.O. Box 2097, Jonesboro, Arkansas, 72402. But if you want to discuss your options and how you can give to us in different ways, you can just give me a call at 870-932-3663 and just ask for Rebecca. And I would love to talk to you about it. So you can actually help people if they're unsure, you know, they say, oh, well, we want to give to charity, but we don't know what's the best method. Then you will help them figure that out. Absolutely. And we would work with someone like Carrie to be able to do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and, and we work with our clients as well, um, you know, and, and putting them in touch with the charities and, and figuring out what is the best way to structure this uh, charitable component. So that's great information. One of the things I did want to mention um, is we have a special offer, um, you know, from Crazy Law and Wealth. And during the months of November and December, 
Um, if you bring in canned food items to us or make a cash donation to the Food Bank of Northeast Arkansas, you'll actually receive $100 off a will-based plan or $250 off a trust-based plan or a total wealth financial plan. So just a little more incentive. If you haven't done your financial and legal planning, um, please make a donation to the Food Bank and get a little discount on your will or trust. Well, that is great. We never want to uh, really reward procrastination, Carrie. But in this case, if anybody's waited to the end of the year to take that action on their family life and legal planning, uh, now is the time to act. And not only do you get to uh, get a discount off of your services, but bring in uh, some canned food donations, and you're going to also help that kind of multiply and amplify those donations even further, which is fantastic. And uh, certainly one thing I love about this time of year helping people get more and more into the giving mindset. And I appreciate you bringing Rebecca on to join us today and for your insight into this, Rebecca, as well. And we're going to put the contact information for how you can donate, how you can get in touch directly with Rebecca and the Food Bank. We'll put all that in the show notes or the description section of today's show so it's easy for you to find. All right, Rebecca's going to stick around with us as we go through the rest of our normal show pieces. And uh, you know what's next. It's time to get to know Carrie and Rebecca today a little bit better. It's getting to know you time. All right, a fun question for you guys this time around. This should be an easy one to spark some discussion. Uh, This is where we take our little sidestep from all the heavy talk of financial and legal planning and that sort of thing and just ask sort of fun random questions to get to know everybody a little bit better. All right, so who is your favorite TV character? Carrie, you want to lead us off and let us know how it's done? Sure. You know, I think my favorite TV character would have to be Denny Crane on on Boston Legal, who who was uh, portrayed by William Shatner. And Boston Legal was one of my favorite shows, um, I guess, back before I even went to law school. And looking back now, you know, it's it's nothing like the practice of law, at least for me. But I just loved his character. Um, it, it was humorous. And, and I think just the point about not really caring what other people thought about him and just kind of marching to the beat of his own drum, I think just really hit home for me. That's a neat answer. I guess we should have guessed that it would be from a legal show. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so predictable. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Rebecca? Favorite TV character? I would say currently my favorite TV character is Ted Lasso. Um, oh, I've heard I that show was very good. I've heard that. I absolutely adore the show. And, you know, I think the, the biggest draw for me for Ted Lasso is that he's so kind and brave and he's vulnerable and it just makes him so relatable and admirable for me. Oh, very cool. I, you've just now sung the praises of that show even more. I guess I need to get on the bandwagon and go check that one out. <laughs> I haven't seen it either, so I need to put that on my watch TV when I have spare time and yep. no kids that, around. <laughs> that's an Apple Apple TV show, I think, right? So you got to get to Apple TV account or something like that. It's Apple TV, and it's only like thirty seven minutes, so oh, you really? could get through an okay. episode. Easy to digest. That's good. Good to know. Uh, I would say mine's a little off the wall. Show not currently on anymore, but from The Office. Carrie, you knew mine was coming <gasps> from The Office, probably. I would say Creed from The Office. The weird guy. <laughs> the weird guy. I don't just every scene he's in, he steals he steals the scene. Uh, even though he's only in like one scene per show, if even that. But 
Yeah. Uh, I, I love that show. But, I mean, that probably is, you know, mine and my husband's favorite show. And to this yeah. day, we still watch reruns. Like they're always on. Um, just, I mean, I can see the same episode five times. And still to me, that show on. is like comfort food. You could just, it doesn't matter how many times you watch it. It just, it's like, it's comforting. There's just something about it that's easy to watch. Makes you feel good. Makes you laugh. It's good stuff. So yep. awesome. good picks all around. All right. Time to get our listeners participating in the show. The mailbag is up next. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. All right. On the mailbag today, we have a question from Jamie in Hot Springs, which, by the way, if you want to submit a question to be featured on a future show, you can do that by emailing Carrie, Carrie at CoratiLaw.com or just go to CoratiLaw.com and submit a question through the website. Again, you can find the links for that in the description of today's show. Jamie says, I am getting ready to update my estate plan and would love to leave some money to a few charitable organizations near and dear to my heart. However, I do have some concerns and guilt about not having enough to leave to my children and grandchildren. My husband and I have a sizable estate right now, but we really don't know how much we'll need through retirement and ultimately how much would be left when we pass. Is there a good way to address this? Jamie, this is a conversation that often comes up in in my office when we, you know, get down and talk about estate planning. And a lot of people will say, you know, we we do, you know, really want to give to some charities, but we want to make sure that there's enough left to our kids and, you know, other loved ones. And so I think the best way to think about this is just think of of a pie and using a pie analogy, which is fitting because we have Thanksgiving. So think of a pumpkin pie. Um, but think about, you know, who you want to share it with and, and the ability that you can cut your slices of pie into big slices or little slices or anything in between. And so it doesn't have to be a set dollar amount to a charity. We really like to use percentages instead. And so when you think about percentages, there are two different approaches. And the first one would be to just gift a percentage of your estate to the charity. Okay. So, you know, 2%, 5%, however you want to do that. Um, That would come off the top. The second way would be to name all of your other beneficiaries. So I want, you know, my children to get this. I want my children and grandchildren to get this. And then whatever is remaining, I want a certain percentage to go to charity. So that's part of what we would call the residual estate. And the great thing about those gifts and anything in your estate plan is that they're flexible, right? So you can change your mind at any time um, as long as you have capacity and and, and you're living. And, you know, the biggest thing, and and I think Rebecca would echo the sentiment, is that just know that whatever you settle on, um, a gift to charity does not have to be large. Every slice, every percentage, every dollar makes a huge difference. Rebecca, do you agree with that point? 100% agree with that point. You know, like I said earlier, we can take $1 and make four meals. So literally every dollar counts. Right. And so I would say, you know, not to get so hung up in the actual dollar amount. Um, You know, if you need to start with something small, um, just get something in the plan. And that should, you know, make you feel really comfortable with, you know, the charitable component and then also still leaving enough to take care of your loved ones. Fantastic analogy and also one that makes us all very hungry now, Carrie. So thank you. Thank you <laughs> so let's have, yeah, I, I am ready for the pumpkin pie. <laughs> That's right. Bring on all the pumpkin pie and sweet potato casserole that we can handle the next couple of months. No doubt about it. 
Well, again, if you have any additional questions, that's a great one, Jamie. Thank you for submitting that one to us. Um, this is all involved. It's all part of what you know we like to say on the show, the magic of integrating your financial, legal, and life planning. That's what Carrie and her team at Qureshi Law and Wealth specialize in, bringing all of these different really important planning processes and pieces of your life together to make sure that you have a cohesive plan. And if you have not gone down that road before, I invite you to give a call and get in touch. 870-275-4304 puts you in touch with Carrie, or you can go to QureshiLaw.com and just check the description for today's show for those pieces of contact information as well. Also, we have a special offer to our podcast listeners on today's show. If you want to learn a little bit more about some of the things that we talk about here on the show, pick up your copy of Diffuse, Seven Steps to Protecting Your 401k from the Ticking Tax Time Bomb. If you're over the age of 55 and have more than $250,000 or more in a 401k, IRA, or 403b account, you could be on the path to paying significantly more in tax than you should. And so Carrie has assembled a free book for you that will include a wealth of information about how you can minimize the impacts of taxes on your retirement, such a central point of any financial or retirement plan. You can go to QureshiLaw.com or call the number we mentioned earlier to get the free book, as well as set up your time to meet with Carrie for a one-on-one review. And as a special bonus during this holiday season, we are going to be offering the tax-free retirement DVD as well as a special bonus to go along with the Diffuse book. Only 30 copies of that are available, so do act before those are all gone. Get the info and all the tools that you need to come close to paying zero taxes in retirement, at least as close as we can possibly get. Again, go to QureshiLaw.com or call 870-275-4304. Well, Carrie and Rebecca, thank you both so much for being on the program today, filling us in on all sorts of great information. Rebecca, thank you for the work that you do each and every day, and we hope to have you back on the program sometime in the future. And until then, enjoy the holidays and the, uh, the rest of your year. Thank you guys so much for having me. It was an honor. Thank you so much for coming, Rebecca. Thank you both. And we'll look forward to another great episode with Carrie next month. Come back and join us once again on Smart Simple Wealth. New episodes each month. Don't ever hesitate to reach out if you've got a question. Until next time, take care. Did you know you can subscribe to the Smart Simple Wealth Podcast with your favorite app? It's on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and dozens of other places where you listen to podcasts. And if it's not on an app you'd like to use, let us know and we'll get it on there. To make sure you never miss an episode, just search Smart Simple Wealth on your favorite podcasting platform today and subscribe. Investment advisory services offered through Pegasus Wealth Coaching, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Legal services provided by Qureshi Law Firm, PLLC. The Qureshi Law Firm and Pegasus Wealth Coaching are not affiliated in any way. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment or legal advice. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Consult your financial professional before making any investment decision. Information provided does not create an attorney-client relationship and cannot substitute for obtaining legal advice from an attorney admitted to practice law in your state.